0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Frederick Ribberson Podcast, the podcast where I share insights into psychology, body-oriented therapy, Cosmo Energy, a form of energy healing, and many ideas that I use in sessions with my clients, so that you too can benefit, get to know me a bit better, and sort out a number of situations in your life a little bit more easily. So, welcome to the second episode of the podcast. Today I would like to talk to you about a concept I find extremely helpful that replaces a very toxic concept. And it's the concept, so the healthy one is the concept called perfectibility. And the toxic concept it replaces is perfectionism. Now, perfectibility is very often misunderstood. It's a concept that comes from uh, William Godwin, that comes from the utilitarian philosophers in England from the 19th century. And it's often misunderstood because it's often confused with perfectionism. Now, many people will claim that they are perfectionists, and they will say that they're will say they're with some level of, of pride. You know, I'm a perfectionist, I like things to be well done, I am a perfectionist, it means that I... I push myself. Now, when I claim that perfectionism is toxic, I'm actually weighing my words. And the reason for that is quite simple. It's the idea that with perfectionism, if we haven't or we keep on aiming, striving for perfection. So some people say, "Well, it's great because it motivates me; it pushes me. Otherwise, I might become complacent." But with everything, there's a price to pay. The issue is, the issue that I have with perfectionism is that it focuses on the goal: Have I reached 100 percent? If not. I haven't reached 100%, so I have to keep on doing it until I reach 100%. Now, there are two issues with this. First of all, we don't know whether we can reach 100% or not. So, we don't know if that goal makes any sense whatsoever. And secondly, it introduces a binary way of thinking where either we have reached 100% Or we haven't, and that doesn't take into account any progress that we're making in the direction that we're going. We could actually argue that there's a there's a third issue, which is we don't know what perfection means, and what might seem like perfection for us might just be completely uh, deluded. And I'll I'll come to that with um, a metaphor about climbing a mountain in a bit. So the the issue is that we can start. Well, if you think about it with percentages, if we start at 0% and we're aiming to get to 100, there are basically two ways of looking at it. One is, am I at 100, yes or no? If I'm not, then I haven't reached it. And the other way of looking at it that I find much more helpful, which is perfectibility, is, is there a gap between me and 100%? You know, there probably is. And if so, am I reducing that gap or not? And as long as I'm reducing the gap, I'm making progress. And making progress in itself is a good thing. And I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to remove the gap entirely, but as long as I'm reducing it, something is improving. That is the Godwinian notion of uh, perfectibility, actually. And perfectibility is the idea that things could be less Imperfect, and as long as we are making them less less imperfect, the process of making them less imperfect is actually perfection. So we focus on the process, not the the place where we're where we're at. Now, one of the you know, issues that we see with people who who claim to be uh, perfectionists is that if they haven't reached 100%, they will have a tendency of beating themselves up, of saying, it's not good, it's not good enough, you have to do better, without realizing that well, they don't know if they can reach it. And as long as they are making progress, then we can then question, is the progress going at a sufficient speed or either being complacent. But at the end of the day, it's uh, the main question is, are we moving in one direction? If so, are we moving in the right direction? Or if we're not moving, have we actually stopped or slowed down a free fall, for instance? And if we're moving in the right direction, then maybe we can do something to, to accelerate things. Generally, beating ourselves up is not exactly an optimal way to keep energy, to be motivated, to feel good about things, to uh, to continue progressing, it tends to demoralize. It tends to focus on the negative um, because it's a not yet a hundred percent, as opposed to, you know, more than nothing. So sometimes I ask people, okay, if you rate yourself between zero and ten, ten is perfection, and zero is catastrophically bad. Where do you rate yourself? And if they say, you know, two, it's like, well. Two is better than one. It's better than zero, so it's not amazing, but it's more than nothing. I use this with um, with a client who was complaining about a job. She said, "Well, I hate my job. Everything's terrible," and I asked her to rate it. It's like, well, it's a two out of ten. You see, it's crap. It's like, yeah, maybe, but at the same time, it's more than one and more than zero. So there's some things that you do like. So we figured out what they were, and we figured out a plan to help her get closer to ten. And this actually leads to, to the idea that quite often when we're uh, perfectionists, we're unsatisfied if we're not at 10. And of course we're seldom at 10. So we could actually argue that its distance used to be perpetually unsatisfied and complaining about things, and there probably is some merit to that argument. Now, we can also ask ourselves in terms of job satisfaction do we really need to be at 10 out of 10 to be to be satisfied or maybe is six enough you know we we could ask ourselves how much is the minimum we can tolerate and then we could ask ourselves how much would we like so if we were to say job-wise five out of ten is the minimum we can tolerate eight out of ten is amazing beyond that it's just uh it's just mind-blowing from that point, if we're at four, we can put together a strategy to get to five. If we're at six, six is good enough, and we can improve it. But you know, maybe the other things we want to focus on. And then if we if we get up to eight, then that's amazing. And if we go beyond eight, then it's fantastic. Now, I get into uh, to the metaphor that, that I like that I like using for this. The metaphor is that you want to climb a mountain, get to the top. You want to leave the village. So you've got two ways of looking at it. One way is you start walking and you keep on saying to yourself, I'm not yet at the top. I'm not yet at the top. Which is true for most of the states on the, on the process. But of course, if you left the village a few minutes ago, it's, it would be surprising if you were at the top in a few minutes, assuming that the village is not at the top of the mountain. So the process is normal. And the process is what helps get you there. The process can actually be enjoyable if the walk is nice, if the view is nice, if there's some fruit trees on the on the way, and if there's some nice people to walk with. And we could then assume, well, you know, you could walk up the mountain, or you could take maybe a, a lift up or a helicopter up, but it's not exactly the same level of satisfaction. It's not quite as interesting. So if we are willing to pay attention to way, pay attention to the, the progress that we're making, we can actually enjoy it. And we can say, well, I'm sure I'm not yet at the mountain, but I've only been gone for an hour. So I know it's going to take, you know, three hours or so. So am I roughly on track? Have I chosen the right path to get to the top of the right mountain? And if I have, then I just I just continue and enjoy it. And, and one issue that happens sometimes is when we want to measure the progress. There are two ways of doing it. We can measure the absolute altitude we're at. So let's say that we start at a village that's uh, 500 meters of altitude and we want to get to the summit that's um, at 1,500. So we can spend our time seeing have we gotten any higher altitude-wise. From one point of view that makes sense. Now from another point of view it's absolutely absurd because the path probably, unless it's a, it's like a German mountain road, the path probably doesn't keep on increasing at a steady pace. Sometimes, and I'm thinking of a, a mountain in, in Kenya Mount Longanot, you walk up a little bit of a hill, then it's flat, then you go down a bit, then it's flat, then, and then you start really climbing. So if we just look at the, alt- the, the absolute altitude, when we go on the bit that's flat, we can say, I've been work- walking for five minutes, I haven't gained any altitude, this is going nowhere, I'm gonna stop. And then when the path starts going down, you can go, well, this is ridiculous, I'm going downwards, I'm losing altitude, I'm gonna stop. But of course, when you've got the mount in front of you, you see that unless you jump over the bit that goes down, which is a bit complicated, uh, you have to go there in order to be able to start increasing the altitude again and it's something we forget. We often use the wrong metric to look at the progress. We we often are impatient. We often focus on the ultimate destination instead of the the path, even though we know that it's not always uh, a straight line up. Even though we know that sometimes well, there are unexpected things. We we climb up a bit of a hill and we didn't see that behind the hill it starts going downhill again a little bit and well, you know, we can look for another path if we want. But sometimes the shortest path isn't the one that keeps on climbing steadily. And, uh, and, well, generally I think if you want to climb up a mountain, the shortest path that does climb steadily tends to be just yeah, something that you have to climb up uh, pretty much vertically, which is not really the easiest or necessarily the fastest or the most practical. So, those are some thoughts about perfectibility about perfectionism, and about climbing mountains. If you're on the path, you can wonder if it seems to be the right path, the right method, the right way, and maybe focus on enjoying it. And, um, and if it isn't, you'll, you'll learn something. You'll see if you took the wrong path, you can always stop, go back, take another one. You can always walk back to the village if you think it's not the right thing. But maybe just be a little bit less harsh on yourself and uh, try to replace perfectionism with perfectibility, as perfectionism typically is used to be very harsh on people, too demanding, and rub their face in uh, the lack of achievements and the fact that they're not at the top of the mountain. So if ever you go hiking up a mountain and somebody spends their time telling you you haven't reached the top yet, well, yeah, that's, um, that's quite evident. It doesn't really help anyone do anything And maybe it says more about their intentions than it does about them actually trying to provide helpful information to help us make better decisions. Thank you for listening. Do not hesitate to like, subscribe, uh, leave comments, email me, message me. um, If you found this helpful, if you didn't find it helpful, if you would like me to touch on other topics, if you would like to discuss any of the points, I, I enjoy that and appreciate it. Thank you so much. Bye.